Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, I'm Trent, and it is so wonderful to have your company again for another episode of Toy Power, this being episode number 167. This week on Toy Power, we take you through all the latest news. We then jump into a special unboxing from a couple of our Patreon friends. And then it's into a bit of reading, watching, playing. Joining me today in the Toy Power virtual studio, Mr. Frank Allen. Well, hoi, hoi. Mr. Ben Sachs. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. A <laughs> good friend, Darren. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. And a very, very special guest all the way from the United States of America, Mr. Philip Keating. What's up, nerds? Thanks for uh, bringing me back to uh, your virtual toy room. It's great to have you back, and and in very different circumstances. We're just saying that the last episode you appeared on was Mad Max, and yeah, now I, we're living it. Yeah, I know it's it's really fun. Uh, you should come over stateside where things are totally normal. Everything's Robin, fine. Not at the moment. Appreciate the invitation. <laughs> yeah, but... no, no, it's great here. No, no, <laughs> well, no, gotta... no, no. You just have don't you pay gotta... attention. <laughs> Oh, he's you know, got a you... monarch over there now. <laughs> no, no, no. You just look. You wake up. You have your coffee. You uh, you put your hazmat suit on, and you go outside to get the paper. It's great. Oh, you know, we're fantastic. living that pre-fallout life, so it's it's good. I tell you what, Phil. I'll come over on the following proviso. I'll come over if you can get rid of the virus over there. And if well, I, he's if been here since 2016. The elections in November. <laughs> oh that's funny that you think we're gonna have an election in november uh, but that's fine we're not here to talk about Jesus. u.s politics i'm disappointed our listeners can only hear us and not see us because they'd otherwise they'd see my mad Matt's gimp suit that i'm wearing so you know <laughs> yeah but ben it's hard for you to get that off that's I mean, right that's... that's right i just i just i haven't taken it off since i did that last episode <laughs> where you were on so yeah yeah well, that was two years ago it man. everywhere yeah, the nickel yeah. castles are a nice touch. Well, they're getting a bit well, those are his Sunday best. He's, he's not allowed to wear it to bed anymore. But ah, uh, you know, yeah. All right. Ah, uh, very well. good. Hey, um, we we have a, a shout out because sometimes podcasts get a top ten list, and well, we've had another one of these top ten lists. Ding 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 ding! Winner winner! Is that is that right, what? Phil? Is that how we do that? It, it's, <laughs> shake of the head, no. <laughs> no. I've I've never known number five to come in with that level of fanfare, but um, <laughs> Toy Power did come in at number five on the verbal the verbal review, and that was a really cool review because the author went through and took the ten best toy podcasts from around the world and gave some really really cool shout outs, some really specific little anecdotes and notes and even like the top three episodes to listen to and the guests that have appeared, all that sort of stuff. And so that was really cool to get a shout out in that and very, just very, very flattering, actually. to be on the list. Mm. 
It's a bit unfortunate they picked that, you know, Chris Wisdom's episode as one of the highlights, really. That's, I, you know, I, I disagree with that. But, you know, well, we'll thank, thank you very much, uh, Verbal, spelled V-U-R-B-L. Um, I'm pretty sure we shared it all over the place. And even Chris shared it, ironically enough. So I'm pretty sure that's just his blog. It's just Chris's <laughs> blog. <laughs> I was a bit surprised that Davey didn't make it. A toy, toy podcast. It was a toy yeah. podcast. No, I mean, it's, not, best, it's not top 10 podcasts guests. in the world, Darren. I mean, as one of our esteemed guests. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're picking out a top three toy power podcast and you're talking about the guests we've had, Davey's got to be right up there. Does he? Oh, of course. He, yeah, he's. Davey yeah. is a lunatic. <laughs> uh, not wrong. Yeah. No, no. I, I don't even. I, I know I'm not wrong. I've never met the man. <laughs> But I I can hear his eyes twitch as he records with you guys. I love him to death. And I his episodes say, he are makes great. great content though. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, guest. yeah, no. He's he's a, a crazy man. And uh, he's the best at trolling people. Like not he doesn't go out of his way to Especially troll if anyone I can't ever. Fight back. <laughs> that right, Trent? Well, <laughs> but this is the point. Davey would never go out of his way to troll someone. But if someone trolls him, he's going to give it back better than they can ever possibly try and give, which is just a wonderful guy to have in your corner. And at the moment, with the, uh, the certain TV show that will be airing uh, Sunday here on Channel 9, at I'm 7 in a total... 7pm, Channel 9 or 9 now for, um, you know, watching On Demand. I'm on total social media lockdown. Uh, no posting on Facebook. And have been getting a few, you know, trolls attacking me. And I can't, I can't get back at them. And not that I would want to, because that's not the professional thing to do. And it's petty and it's, it's mean. But what I would love to have in my corner is Davey just going, you know, going at them. So thought, you know, maybe I'll reach out to Davey and get him in my corner and see what he can do for me. But then I, re- I realized, like, the one troll that I did get was Davey. <laughs> 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 I was going to we'll just that, ask that him to beat himself up. I'm sure he'll be fine. <laughs> <to> do that. <laughs> I just can't imagine anyone trolling you, Trent. Right now, oh, I don't, it's, it's going to be rife. Uh, and look, I'm I'm pretty level-headed. I, I'm you know, it's just the way the internet is these days. So I'm I'm preparing. But today they made they made gifts of us. I don't know if anyone's. Have you seen them? Yeah, Trent gifts. gifts. Oh, There's, we're all yeah. about it. If you type in Lego and Trent into any gift generator, <laughs> it's just, it, it, it's, you can see how bad my acting skills are. Like, it's just, they're like three second gifts. And the acting was like, you know, do a sad face, do a crying face, do a laughing face. You know, any reaction I have in Lego Masters is genuine when you look at the acting quality of those gifts. <laughs> Love it. Look forward to uh, putting them all over our Discord uh, coming very soon. Yes. Very, very good. All right. Coming soon let's to jump. a Discord near you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's jump into the news. And the first bit of news we've got is Lego, funnily enough. And it's not toy related. Well, wait, what? Not, not that I'm aware of, unless these visors are being made out of Lego. Um, but the Danish toy maker is helping out with COVID-19 by manufacturing some 13,500 visors a day. And that's fantastic. They're turning their production to... I'm getting a strange look. Uh, when you say visors, you mean like sort of like a clear plastic yeah, thing? Like yeah, like, 
face right. shield for the uh, medical uh, stuff. Gotcha, yep. gotcha. Yep. Yeah, but, yeah. So not not one of those little visors that goes on a Lego. That's helmet. what I was picturing in my head. Life size versions <laughs> of like the spaceman helmets. I was like, sign me up. I want <laughs> one. Bring your own uh, motorbike helmet. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but actual actual PP and E visors. So I think that what they are is essentially like a clear plastic, like like a welding helmet. Face. Yep. Yeah, welding helmet, pretty much. Yeah, that's it. So 13,500 visors uh, per day. And I tell you what, if we all know the quality of Lego, these things are going to be around for another 100,000 years. They're going to be of, of that good quality, I imagine. But, um, so, but it's basically taken six of its molding machines in its Billen factory in Denmark, and it's dedicated those solely to producing visors. So what, what an absolute uh, champion effort by the... the Lego family, uh, that's that's fantastic, and they can ramp it up to fifty-eight thousand units per day if they Whew. need to. Um, Lego says that its visors have been approved by hospitals, and the first order of fifty thousand has already been placed. And production of the visors will also begin at other Lego factories around the world, starting in Hungary. No word yet on whether there'll need to be some kind of commemorative set for logo COVID-19 medical workers, which would be awesome. So, you know, who knows what they're planning, but who doesn't want a Lego set dedicated to them and those health workers, they deserve all the thanks at the moment. So absolutely great, great to heroes. see the toy companies chipping in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the maker community right now has been really awesome. You know, I know a lot of people with 3D printers have been, you know, printing visors or even the schematics for masks to help out a lot of these people and, and frontline workers that just can't find them right now. So to hear, you know, one of the bigger companies that has like not only the machines, but the material to mass produce this is wonderful. And, you know, it, it sometimes takes uh, the world to be on fire to show who the best actual corporations have more than just you know a shell they, they actually have heart behind what mm. they're doing so when i read this article a couple couple days ago i was like i always liked lego and this just makes me appreciate them even more absolutely couldn't agree more yeah all right moving along to the comics and now uh, there's a lot of dramas going in with the comic industry right now and the um one of the titles of comics that hit my radar i'm sure there's lots of other titles out there that are having troubles but idw teenage mutant ninja turtles have announced they will stop their ongoing ninja turtles storyline at issue 105. So this is not a final wrap on the story arc. Uh, this is a cease of comics due to the COVID-19 and distribution issues. So that's essentially saying they don't want to go digital just yet. They want to press pause and, um, you know, start kick it back up once the this COVID thing is, you know, all behind us, so to speak. Uh, I've heard they have up to 107 pretty much ready to hit the printer button on but uh, 105 is about you know in line when diamonds have uh, stopped their um distribution so a bit unfortunate but uh yeah we'll see what run though oh definitely you know it's the longest running ninja turtles comic uh, ever and it took yeah. a pandemic to bloody stop it and mm. it's, even then it's not stopped it's just pause it's just so. on pause yeah it's mm. a hiatus um, really classy of them to to um, wait for the print, I think, because there's a lot of comic shops, as we all know, that are struggling right now, and and it could have been so easy for them to just go down the digital path and 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 leave a lot of you know mum and dad stores or mum and pa, pa stores, as as our US friends would say, um, you know, high and dry. 
Yeah, we, we talked about this a little bit on Breaking the Panel, and it was it was interesting how my three other co-hosts were very um, in line to being corporate shell, you know, bootlickers <laughs> and not caring about the mom and pop shops. And it, it was absolutely insane to me and, and how they could just be like, well, I want my digital comics now. It's just like, well, yeah, that's that's real greedy of you <laughs> with the circumstances that are going on. Like, they're actually a corporation is doing something just like Lego is doing something good to try to help out the the, the little man. Absolutely, and you guys are 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 complaining about it just because you have to wait for your comics. Like that's ridiculous. So I, I it was it was just mind boggling to me that they were just like just I don't know greedy. <laughs> There's other things you've got a back catalog of yes, either video yeah. games, movies, or books that you haven't read. Yeah, take the time now to do it and just give everybody some time for this to start back up. So yep. true. Yeah. And it's going to be very important when we come on the other side that we can support those people that have been doing it tough for the time they're out of business, which is a which can be a pretty long time, six months. Absolutely. In a, in a good case. I don't know about you guys, but here in the States, I have noticed a lot of smaller shops like that have been doing online through Facebook um, live auctions. And a lot of their specialty, like either vinyls or, or uh, books that are, you know, being graded, they're just doing them online auctions and then either doing local pickup by curb or spending the extra bucks to, to ship it out to them. Do you, have you guys seen anything like that down, I've seen down on your side? That and I've, I've heard, heard little bits and pieces. I haven't observed a ton of it, but I've just sort of heard a few companies mentioned here and there that, that are doing it. I haven't actually seen the auctions myself or, Sure. Or any any of that, but I know a lot of them are very um, very open to to doing some sort of online order or, or mail order. And if you've got a standing order, they're more than happy to 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 ship it out to you. Uh, you know, the, using the comic shops again as the example. So yeah, so, I know a friend of mine that, yeah. who's a um, bit of a tech head, and he basically when this all sort of happened, he basically set up a company that acts as the middleman for that. So let's say you're a, a restaurant, you don't have a really big online presence, um, but you still want to do deliveries. You can basically employ these guys. They will put all your inventory online, allow people to order it, and then they act as um, the couriers type thing. And he, he spun, he basically invented a whole company in, inside of a week. Um, he's a bit of a genius. And yeah, it, it was a really good way to try and, help those stores exactly like you're saying they may want to do all these wonderful you know curbside pickups but if they if their website still got rotating gifts from back in the 90s then that's going to be a struggle for them to to do that so yeah there's a lot of this sort of thing i was saying to someone at work the other day this sort of thing is going to spur so much innovation as much as there's oh, yeah. a lot of negative stuff out there right now this is going to kick industries along in in a massive way we can't can't fully comprehend right just right now yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and those that do innovate, it, it, you know, when the world reopens, as, as we like to put it, when it comes out of hibernation, it is going to look totally different to how it looked when it went, it went in for those very changes that you, you alluded to, Frank. It's, um, yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting to see what that, that looks like and how that unfolds and, and what we keep from prior to COVID-19 and, and the the changes that might look temporary now are the ones that become long-term. So we have some um, very exciting news, I think, um, because there seems to have been a drought 
lately. We have some Masters of Universe news. Very, very happy about that. Comes from the direction of Mondo. They have teased three up and coming Master Universe figures in their ongoing um, one six scale toy line. From what we can see, they are Beastman, the Green Goddess, and Keldor with Burning Acid Face. Mm. This is interesting because Mondo still have the Masters of the Universe license, even with Mattel trying to bring everything back, rein everything back in with the Super 7 licenses and all those other things. So interesting to note that Mondo are still going forward with the Masters license and we're getting you know new product. And that acid burn Keldor face, I never thought I'd see that done again. And it's probably taken something like a Mondo to get it out there. But very, very cool nod to the San Diego Convention exclusive from 2002 toy line. Yeah, I think the, the Mondo stuff is so hyper detailed it doesn't it's not going to cross any boundaries with any of the mattel stuff they're doing so they're happy to say right you do this stuff for the people who are prepared to pay the crazy price mondo prices and wait the crazy mondo shipping times um uh to do all of that so yeah yeah. i think because they're so uh high-end collectible like you're looking at around a hundred dollars or something aren't you for a uh, mondo figure it's like Uh, 300 I think 300 AUD oh, at least. God. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, then, so, so that's that like elite, you know, Super Seven is yeah. in the mid, in the middle, so Correct. to speak, and then, and then you've got the higher tier that it's like, well, people can do statues, people can do these yep. uh, hot toys style figures, but we don't want people doing, um, you know, um, um, uh, you know, affordable figures that are um, going to mix and match with our uh, actual products. Origins, yeah. Correct. Absolutely. There's no way this could be considered a side-by-side competitor to the Origins line at all. It's for a totally different market. Mm. But very cool, as Trent said, to see it still going. I did did hear before that it was, so I'm not, not surprised by by these reveals, but, but very good to sort of see some confirmation that not only do they have the license, but they're still moving forward with it. Speaking of moving forward, uh, we've seen a few more pictures from our friends at Lego. We've got more Lego news. So this is for you, Trent. Uh, But this is the Lego Mario stuff that we've seen a little bit about. They released some, I can see Phil already screwing up his face at this. <laughs> There's the eye roll, cool. Uh, but these are these uh, weird sort of, it's not a video game, it's not a Lego set, Lego slash Mario. And we've seen the first set, which is very much like that uh, famous first level. And now we've seen a few sort of teaser shots of what looks like Bowser's Castle, uh, coming with a big Bowser figure, uh, complete with little uh, copper uh, turtle troopers as well. Um, there's even one I've seen, which is like a, an expansion on that original set, which gives you like, uh, almost looks like a little uh, mushroom and a pipe and like the little uh, gopher features in that one as well. So only like a, a small sort of 160 pieces. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's nice to see the bigger set or uh, other sets outside of that original, you know, classic Mario looking thing. Uh, I don't know. Has this changed anyone's opinion on it? Is anyone going to going to jump into this, Phil, perhaps? No, <laughs> no. But I, I mean, this isn't for me. It's not what I wanted. Um yeah, what it's like a board game, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah, that's that's much. how I describe it. Yeah. That's that's what I'm looking at it, right? But I don't know. It's it's going to sell out quickly. I already know that. You know, when you bring two companies together like this, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's going to sell out. 
So I'm happy on that aspect because if it does well in the shops, then it means that we can possibly get just what I want, which is, you know, Mario castles and Mario, you know, airships and and, and just other sets and builds because that's, that's what I was hoping we were going to get. Like um, a toadstool castle, a peach castle build set, you know, like, like Hogwarts, but maybe knock down 200 bucks off of it. I'd be happy. <laughs> or, or the Bowser airship, you know, that's, that's what I was looking for. Or maybe even like, you know how they did that, that, what was it? Like a two foot Yoda for, for the star Wars. Line? Yeah, yeah, just like a two foot Goomba would be, you know, just as cool or, or not as cool as Yoda, <laughs> but you get the point. Um, so that's what I was hoping. I you know, want to see but- rainbow road. I want to see them do oh, Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Could yeah, you imagine? Nice. You have your minifigure, you get the carts in them, and then you build a track, be it Rainbow Road or any of the other classic ones, to scale, and you can fly these carts around the track. That do would, that. Well, then, that would be wicked. I'd be all in on that. Theme music well, be, not included. That'd be cool. Yeah, I want but, that. But I mean, you, you, that would be the Hot Wheels, right? Because they already have yeah. a license with Hot Wheels right. since they have the Mario Karts and the other carts. So just get a Hot Wheels track and, uh, you know, stripe it up a little bit and then, you know, make sure you can fall off the edges every so often. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If anything comes of this, then I hope it's, it's to kind of have this be a Kickstarter to get to different Nintendo IPs. Like, I want a Hyrule castle. Oh, be so good. Hyrule. I would love a Samus set, yes, right? Yes, Bit of Samus, Metroid. Well, here's, here's the thing about Samus and Metroid is that Nintendo doesn't even give her or her franchise enough love. Absolutely. Right? So uh, I don't see that going to Lego, but like a Hyrulean castle, that'd be dope. Yep. That'd be real dope. Or like, I don't know, a life-size Waluigi. I, w- I would be okay <laughs> with that too. Oh, yes. Love it. Very cool. All right, moving right along. We've got the Spawn Kickstarter. I'm sure if you haven't heard about this, you're living under a rock. So McFarlane Spawn Kickstarter, I bet there are some crazy people out there like so excited about this. It was funded in a mere like five minutes and it's just smashing, you know, uh, stretch goals by the minute. So seven inch scale figure, as we uh, alluded to back in the um, New York comic, New York Toy Fair. Uh, 20 points of articulation. So it, even though it looks like a statue, it's got 20 points of articulation underneath that cape. Uh, three versions available. Those include a classic costume version, a modern costume version, and an artist-proof black and white costume, sorry, version. You'll also be able to back a three-pack feature figuring, sorry, three-pack three pack featuring all three figures. Gosh, <laughs> say, that, say that five times in a row. And, that, and you get a bit of, uh, by backing the three-pack, you get it a little bit cheaper. So uh, each figure will include interchangeable hands, a gun, a club, plus each figure has been upgraded to include metal chains due to the success of the campaign. The packaging will be a collector-friendly resealable box, which is a massive thumbs up in my opinion. Well done, McFarlane, for uh, instigating that. Uh, As I said before, it is fully funded, right? So an update from April 16th, the campaign has exceeded $1.5 million. That's a a bit of a uh, little finger on the uh, side of my mouth. (laughs) Dr. Evil. Yeah, Dr. Evil style. Um, The three-pack level will be getting another new head. Now that is six in total, six heads in total. In addition, each single figure will now come packed with two heads. Classic Spawn will come with a masked head and painted 
screaming head. Modern Spawn will come with a shoelace head and Al Simmons human head. Artist Proof Spawn comes with unpainted masked head and unpainted screaming head. Out of us five, who is on, on this? Cricket. No. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I, wa I wasn't sure if anyone was going to, but honestly, 1.5 million uh, already backed. Uh, there's quite a few people around the world who have. I, I'd love, I'd love to get it. It's just I'm not buying at the yeah. moment, so yeah. that's really the only reason. But yeah, otherwise, I would have, would have got that. It's such a cool set, yes. and just seeing all those heads, the chains for me had to be metal. Yeah, oh, definitely. That, but that's, you know, I mean, like, yeah. Seemed like one of these things that, you know, plastic chains never should have even been on the table, but uh, and they got to have goals in Kickstarters and sign them off and, yep, tick that one off. It would have been silly for Spawn to have plastic chains. But this, when I see the different heads and, and the detail, the cape, all this stuff, this is such a cool figure mm. and good on him. Like, I know this is probably going to be the most iconic part of the Kickstarter. I know he's going to do a lot of future figures, maybe round out some collections that have been released to date and fill in the gaps and those sort of things. So this is going to be big. This shows that it's got legs, but good on him. What a, what a champ I think Todd is. And, and he's done the right thing by fans and giving, giving them everything they need. That's right. And 160 bucks for a three packs, you know, and, and all the different heads. It's a, that's like a really reasonable price for as, as much as you're getting. And as well, as well as the, the sculpt of this spawn looks like. 160? I've dropped more on the vinyl before you know, than <laughs> yeah. three figures. And, and yeah, I'm sure so. once this uh, goes live and people start receiving, you'll be paying 160 each for these figures. Each, yeah. yeah. Easily, easily. The one thing I would say, I've heard some griping from the international community, and particularly those Australians who have jumped on board, shipping being, and it's a bit of a Super yeah. 7 situation because they're not yeah. uh, a Hasbro or a Mattel. Uh, the shipping is a bit of a killer to watch out for if you're outside of the US. Um, but yeah, look, uh, if money was no object, these figures are absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. To Trent's point, it'd be interesting to see how, where they go with the rest of the line. Of course, the original McFarlane line went for a long, long time. Yeah, it, it, it reminds me a bit of Ninja Turtles where you get the classics at the start and then the variants just get wackier and wackier and wackier the more you go. Your pirate spawn and all sorts of crazy stuff. There's some cool items in there that'll come up like the Violator and and, and these sorts of, you know, the really... Clown like, and the such, clown yeah. absolutely. All that yeah. sort of stuff. Mm. So, yeah, very cool stuff. I think it's a right. beautiful looking set. I haven't... I haven't jumped on it for reasons similar to Trent. I'm being really, really cautious with what I do get into and what I do start, particularly with a new line like this. I figure, you know, I've really got to be obsessed and addicted with it to, to uh, with a property to jump in at, you know, at this point in time. And that's probably not quite how I, how I view it. Although under different, different circumstances, a couple of years ago, I would have been all in. Mm. Yeah, I'm no, I couldn't, actually couldn't. surprised that he launched his Kickstarter right now. Yeah, well, a lot of people you know, are, with, with the world. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that, but I think that's also you know worked in his favour that there's nothing else going on that people do, who have a bit of pocket change, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm definitely getting in on this. You know, what, what can I spend Can't my money go to the on? Store you know? anymore, that's right. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, no, I, I get that, but like, wouldn't I? I wonder how. 
he's going to mass produce these if a lot of the factories are, are uh, down right now. I, so. I think I think if he had a penciled in to come out in July 2021, all of a sudden now it's it's actually going to come out in December 2021 at the very earliest. So yeah. I think just the fact that he's you know put it out for um, as a Kickstarter right now was always on the table, but a lot of other companies like delayed. the um, Four Horsemen with their Mythic Legions have pulled back any pre-orders and things and said, no, nah, we're not going to do it right now. Not Right now's the wrong time to be asking people for money, uh, whereas yeah. he's been like, no, nah, I'm going to do it and see how it goes, and it's worked in his favour. So, How very tough. Yeah, yeah, no, yes. I, I know, uh, I, uh, you know, for me, I had a couple, I think it was about two Kickstarter projects that just cancelled mid-campaign because they were like, no it's not the time we'll get back to this later here's your money back yeah. we'll we'll see on the other side of this exactly yeah all right the last piece of news is in the star wars universe and we have seen some of these eight inch hyper real figures darth vader being the first one that was announced and that was showing up fairly recently but the luke skywalker from empire strikes back in his bespin outfit has been shown in more detail. So we had seen him before, but now we're getting some finalized versions. He does come with what looks to be a sort of cloth goods or sort of rubber goods that goes around a body. Um, It's it's an interesting look for Star Wars. It's not too bad from the images, eight inch. Comes with his lightsaber, belt, holster and gun and two heads. Question on the Mark Hamillness of these heads. It's often very hard to capture Mark Hamill. Now we're talking about eight inch, which is not at hot toy size and quality, but what do we think? Eight inch, have they pulled it off or not? I would have liked to have seen at that scale, considering what Hasbro have been able to do at the smaller scale with your photo reel paints, paint apps, the head should look a million times better, in my opinion. Um, the body stuff, like, uh, there's been a bit of conjecture whether it is actually cloth versus rubber, because you, you see particularly why it folds around the arms. And the talk I've seen is people who went, look, rubber at least sits a bit better. You get um, a cloth, it's going to usually ride up. You get that sort of Mego look to them where they just the cloth looks a bit bulky and awkward. So I get that. But that head, at that price, at that scale... The head should, you should go, oh my God, is that a still from the movie, right? I think we're at that point where if that's the money you're prepared to drop on a figure, you want screen accuracy 110%. 79.99 USD is the price we're talking. I, I think it's not bad. I think to Frank's point, it's, it's not probably where we should have gone with the head. But yeah, it's, it's one of these things like he's hard to, he's hard. He to is. Yeah. It. He's had a history of <laughs> figures that look nothing like him. So <laughs> one of the, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm not interested in starting a new star Wars line by any stretch of the imagination. So I just sort of wasn't into the hyper reel at all. It'd be interesting to sort of see who's jumping in on hyper reel at eight inch, which is not a traditional action figure scale. I mean, a lot of people like the, three and three quarter inch, the five inch, the six inch, and then they go up to sort of that 12 inch hot toys or Mondo, you know, higher end style, but eight inches, a weird one. I just wonder how this is going. Much like you, I must concur. I'm not at the point where I feel I need to start a new Star Wars line or want to start a new Star Wars line. I'm I'm really happy uh, embarking on the black series journey that I'm already on. And that's more than enough to keep me, keep me (laughs) occupied. 
All right, Ben. Uh, well, that's kind of all the news I think we've got for now. Ben, have you got uh, some packages for it? I think Ben have, and Trent, sorry. Yeah, I have a package here from Delta Chameleon, aka <laughs> Eric. So he sent me uh, a package, and he's because I put the word out. I'm, I'm just, you know, we're just having a bit of back and forth conversation as everyone, as toy collectors do. And I said I'm chasing a few um, battle beast weapons for my, um, not for my core battle beast uh, collection, but for my army builder sets. Right, I'm missing a few. And he's like, oh, send me a list and I'll see what I've got. So he was able to uh, fulfill uh, probably close to 70% of my want list. And I was like, nice. wow, man, like that's that's, uh, awesome. that's amazing. You know, um, what can I do for you and things? And you know, we worked out a um a price. And he's like, oh, look, I'm sending a package halfway across the world. I might as well chuck in a few extras for um your uh, you know compatriots sort sort of thing, um, and I'm like oh cool sounds good, and uh, he's like yeah you know just here we worked out a price for shipping and he sent me this box right and this, <laughs> this box um it's huge it's, it's right enormous. so battle beast battle beast are, are you know sort of two inch figures yeah. and their weapons are you know like way a hummingbird you know they're not much. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the box that he sent is just ginormous. Yes. So it's obviously got a lot more than a couple That's of battle pieces. That's parts. correct. So I'm opening now. I haven't I have not um uh, opened it yet. So this is the first time. So we I'm don't actually. It. So other than the battle beast weapons, we don't know what's. We in have no it. idea what's in, inside. No, no. Live spiders. Massive thank you to Delta Chameleon. That's uh, very very awesome. Ooh. So right. is it gonna Ooh. All right. we've got a little we've got a letter, all right? So I'm gonna okay. Read oh, here we go. Okay. Hello everybody. I have included a gift from the US for each of you. I recently started a new job and a few months ago and it has been a rather difficult time, but I am able to listen to music and podcasts while I am at work. So I choose your podcast as my first one and it has easily become my favorite. Not top five, not top two five or whatever but actually the favorite <laughs> unbeknownst to you guys hearing your banter about toys and all things pop culture has helped me get through a very difficult time i am always entertained and cheered up by your shows and i wanted to reward you guys with a little gift to you uh, to you all i am also a huge fan of small random acts of kindness and wanted to help you out with some things that i know are hard to get in australia where just about everything's hard to get into. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I hope you guys enjoy everything. Keep the great work. Uh, keep the great. Keep up the great work. I can't wait to see what you do for the future episodes. Thank you again, Eric, aka Delta Chameleon. So that's oh, quite a beautiful. Ooh. That's handwritten as well. You know, oh, there. that's yeah. awesome. Uh, awesome letter. Just so kind. All right. So um, now, without picking through it, I've actually picked up the first thing, and it says Ben. So I'll quickly uh, open this. <laughs> and there's a lot more than just a couple of battle beast weapons in it. God, it's like ten little parcels, man. It's crazy. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! I wish you guys were here in person so we could all, you know, distribute it out. We do too, but yeah, okay. But it's it all... is what it is, and. We're just going to come to your kind house, Ben, and just stand out the front on the street, and you just throw them at oh. us over the fence, right? Each of us have our own little um, a letter. I'm oh. not going to read them all out. We're a bit pressed for time, unfortunately, um, Delta, but we might record something later Absolutely. as a thank you and things. Yeah, maybe for the Patreon feed. Mm. Oh, the first package I've opened, it's a green triple threat snake. Now, oh. I'm not super, like, all green, not unpainted, 
Now, I'm not heaps uh, knowledgeable about variants and things, but this could be one of those like Mexican ones or yeah, um, yeah, bootleg type yeah, stuff. Uh, or um, yeah, one of the little bootleg ones. So, so that cool. is just. Cool. Is it articulated, Ben? Uh, I'm, it's, it's, yes, it is. Yes, yes. Yep. Um, it's a bit fragile. Uh, like, I just don't, well, yeah. I, Could be a prototype, man, for all we uh, know. <laughs> uh, there's the weapons. So there's a lot oh, of beautiful no. little cachet of weapons. Uh, lots of um, triple threat snake weapons in there uh, and um, King Cobra weapon and things. So just just absolutely sensational. This one feels quite heavy. Uh, it's probably the size of a uh, Masters character. Oh! <laughs> Look! Look, it's Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus, um, you know, oh, DC. Oh, oh my God. Dude, oh. that is dope. Oh, that is awesome. Oh. That is unbelievable. I tell you what, Delta, oh, we've worked out the Patreon stuff because you need to see Ben's face oh. reaction to that. <laughs> yeah, that was that amazing. Was... <laughs> oh. This is one figure for the fans and things that are listening. This is one figure I just honestly wrote off. I was never going to get it. I even, someone was selling them in Australia and I said, are you selling Shredder by itself? Because he said something yeah, about splitting, yep. splitting um, Ra's al Ghul and, um, you know, whatever. And, and he came back saying, no, 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 he's still packaged. So uh, that was the closest I've ever had to getting him. And now I've got him. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, that was, okay. I don't know if you missed it under over the shout or the screaming. Or that, but that was essentially that Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Batman crossover yes. where Shredder comes in the two-pack with cool Ray, Ray, Razor Ghoul. Yeah. So I've got yeah. an, another triple threat snake. So uh, that's the that's the regular version next to the, um, the bootleg one that I opened earlier. So that's really cool. So that takes my triple threat snake army up to about 22 nice. and um, a bit of background on Eric. He has hundreds, hundreds upon hundreds of triple threat snake figures. Oh, wow. A, um, a, a, uh, I, do, I don't know what this one is. It's a, it's a little slice, not the Fox. It's, um, oh, I feel so bad now. What Number, does the Fox say? It's not, it's not the Fox, Sly Fox. <laughs> uh, What's the fox sound like? <laughs> That's a 2012 reference. It's like, to those it's like the beaver or something. It's, <laughs> yeah. the, it's a it's a true it's a battle beast beaver or something like that. So that's really cool. Nice. Um, another little package. Sorry guys, it's um, oh it's all the it's all the accessories for um, Shredder. It's all the hands oh, and nice. the uh, yeah, cool. TCRI uh, canister and everything. So that's just <clears throat> amazing. Gosh, when my uh, when my kid found out that there was a crossover between Batman and Ninja Turtles, it'll you could literally watch the brain explode inside his three year old head, and he was like, "Daddy, what the heck is yeah. this? Like what?" So I was like, "Yeah, bud, we'll we'll buy this movie and check it out." doing what parents do best and not really kind of reviewing what kind of content this is. <laughs> so like we, I put the Blu-ray in and like in the first, I don't know, five minutes, there's a, there's a terrible violent ax to the head. And I was like, Oh, Oh geez. Wait, <laughs> what an hour and 30 minutes. Okay. Well, buckle up child. This is going to get rough. It's nightmare time. Yeah. Okay. So I've got two little packages here left. Uh, another triple threat snake. This one is completely red. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, I've got a, this one's not articulated. So it's got one yep. arm facing up and one arm down. So like a gumball machine yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, very, Almost, very yeah. unusual. I'll have to, so maybe, cool. maybe there's more information on the letter. I'll have to divulge. And the, the last but not least package is probably one of the most um, 
equally amazing to uh, to Shredder, it is a laser beast. <gasps> it is a laser beast oh. eagle, right? With with weapon. Far with weapon. out. This is this is historically the first time I've ever seen a laser beast in person for in in for real. Let wow. alone touch one. Let alone own one. Uh, I've yeah, just phenomenal. So Look damn that. generous. Wow, just incredible! Yeah. Oh my lord! <laughs> All right, those, those 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 are a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. All right. Next up, you, we have fifteen Trent. bucks for all of this so far. Is the going rate apparently? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Trent. I'm not going to read out the letter. We'll have a look at that later. Okay, we've got a small little package. Um, I'm opening for you, buddy. All right. So unwrapping this. It's packaged it well. It's, oh, something just fell off. <laughs> I, I, it's, some, it's something uh, it's little um uh, hands and things i don't want to uh guess who it is until we open the larger packet oh okay right. mm, wow. so it's something these packaging accessories oh. with it as well it is oh, 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 yes. batman. batman it's batman is from batman? the um dc the... versus ninja turtles batman oh that is so awesome obviously in that smaller package is all these extra hands yep. and uh accessories bits. and things oh that's the first time i've seen that figure yeah kind of like in, in the reality yeah, like yeah. we just haven't had them here in australia yeah. so that is cape looks awesome uh, cape, honestly spot. the cape is amazing like it's yeah. actually proper material cape and just you know i've got, a, got quite a few batman figures in my um collection but this cape is just weighty and beautiful so um congratulations man like wild <laughs> and uh i'll have to find that little bit i dropped uh yeah that's going in the vacuum cleaner, that one. <laughs> Hopefully it didn't cleaner. land on that Masters of the Universe rug you've got in there, Ben, because you'll never find <laughs> one. All right, Darren, you're up next. All right, so I'm going to open the larger um, one first, just in case. Yep. Okay. All right. All right, here we go. The yin to my yang. You have. Oh, very oh, cool. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Eric. That is so awesome. What a cool looking sculpt. Beautiful. Is that a cloth cape as well on that yes, one? Yes, yes. Very weighty. Nice. Got a little gold thing at the bottom. Uh, beautifully sewn. There's like little sewing thing. I'm just going to guess that that's the uh, hands in it. Yeah, thing. the sword so, and stuff. Yeah, that comes yeah, with I it. won't yeah, open yeah. that. All right. You know what? What do you reckon? Uh, I was going to say, I think this is uh, this is heading <laughs> in the right direction. <laughs> blue and green colour scheme, possibly. I hope it's red and green. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I know, I know, they weren't paired together in the packaging, but I hope it's red and green. <laughs> Frank was hoping that it came with a bow staff. No, <laughs> most definitely not. <laughs> oh, the zinger. We have. Mr. Winner, winner. <laughs> you know what that's going to do for your OCD, Frank? I know, right? That's gonna <laughs> that's gonna hurt me because then I do have to get the angry one, the 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 uh, the funny one, and the shit one. So it's um, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's interesting. Like Davey's in the room. <laughs> Dude, Davey, thank you so much. That's amazing. Yeah, oh, I love the sculpt you. on these things. That's gonna be dope. So yeah, there are letters for each of us. I will um, will read them uh, maybe in a you know exclusive episode or something. Yep. Uh, dude, thank you, thank you, Eric. That is amazing. Just so damn generous. It certainly uh, was, and it couldn't super. have come at a better time when we're all basically socially isolating. We're not getting out and and looking in stores. We're we're not really um, 
not you picking know, up lotus, a lot. Lotus scores are few and far between, and yes. and for you to do this at any time is is beyond imaginable and 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 not at all expected. But to do it now, when yeah. when 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 the world is going through this stuff and we're all re- responding to it in our own ways, it's just you know it's very very humbling and and I, I can't sincerely say enough what what it means to just that someone would would listen to our show and then care enough to to do something like that for us it's... well funnily enough this arrived in my mail today and it's a package from our good friend colin betts another um listener and patron of toy power and colin as you may remember came on for our catalogs episode yes. um treasure trove of, of all the different catalogs um, from, from the US and Canada. He's got a lot of international ones as well. So there's a, there's a package here. It sits in a um, you know, cream colored envelope and I'm just going to crack that up. I, I didn't have to wait as long as you, Ben, that must've been torturous waiting. Uh, <laughs> it, it was to a certain to, extent to yeah, with, without any, any toys whatsoever coming through the back door. Uh, it's yeah, it's. Is that where they come through? Oh, yeah. hello. Yeah. Yeah, take, taking... what, what the listeners can't see though is that there was claw marks and bite marks in that box that Ben had. Taking a uh, a uh, leaf out of uh, my wife is going to kill me podcast, and I stick toys up my butt like Steve does. So, yeah. oh, that's a that's a shout out you want to hear, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what Eric wouldn't want. <laughs> hey, now this we've got a, a lovely letter as well from Colin. And interestingly, so this has come all the way from Canada, and this was written February 9th, uh, 2020. Wow, yeah. So this is sometimes over, what's that? That's over two months. Is that before we had him on here. or probably just after? No, just after, okay. just after. Just so after. I'll just read this. Um, first, thank you to the Toy Power crew for including me in the fun with episode 156. It was a lot of fun despite the lack of sleep. And yeah, we do that to all our uh, international collaborators as as phil was experiencing right now with the the, the wacky times um next time on that first yeah i think from memory colin like was up all night yeah he's like oh all should night. i go to sleep or <laughs> and then he's like got just too excited so he stayed up all night. <laughs> classic okay so you mentioned a few weeks back how you gravitated to the retro style gi joe cards and i wanted to send you a card for which i have a feeling will blow your mind which led me down the rabbit hole for looking for a few other tokens for Ben, Frank, and Darren. Next thing you know, you're a postman from Canada. <laughs> I have a feeling the book might melt your face. In any case, please share these tokens from Canada with your podcast brethren. Best wishes from Canada from Colin. And what we've got here is a, oh, this is fantastic. The first thing is a gunner card from G.I. Joe. And it's, I don't even know what, what yeah, it looks language Japanese. it looks like it's Japanese. Yeah. Yep, yep, a gunner Japanese. And it's got the file card. I'm going to sort of hold that up so I can see it. Look on the back of that. It's yeah. all, there's no uh, art on this no, cross cell. No, it's all photographed. It's all photo. Yeah, that's crazy. Much like Look the, at that. Um, Look at the art on the front. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, because traditional Joe would have the, the picture on the front of the, the card, would have the picture of the character in that, sort of painted, very 80s style. But then that black, red, and yellow kind of explosion, this is a very different color palette. It's almost like blue and green stars. Yeah. And very um, uh, Star Wars with sort of yeah, pink behind color. where the figure would go. 
So that that is super cool. And then yeah, uh, the the cards are the best thing about the GI Joes. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll be the first American to come out and say Woo! GI Joes are overrated. We have a winner. I knew you were my He's favorite. Like, Screw you. They're, they're literally just the same mold held together with a rubber band <laughs> that's painted differently. And yet, you know, everyone in the States had hundreds of them. <laughs> oh, I love Phil. Oh, <laughs> this, this is fantastic. Oh, my goodness. So I've just, I've just opened up one of the, um, the books for me. Oh, Dick and Tracy. it's a Dick wow. Tracy oh, coloring book. Um, and it's got on the back there all the collector cards, which I collected um, there as part of, I think, one of the tops releases. That's fantastic. Is it still wrapped? Note. Yeah. It's still wrapped. It's mint on shrink wrap. And that's <laughs> the way it's going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. So, yeah, no, that's fantastic. I mean, yeah, that's very cool. Um, absolutely beautiful. So that would be circa 1990. So 30 years old now. She's getting on. Um, I'll, I'll, I have to open your guys. So this is for Frank. Look at this. This is like, it's like someone's it's birthday. Christmas, isn't it? it yeah. Well, my, my, it's the most Canadian thing to do oh, to individually is, wrap everything. Yeah. And this is also very Canadian. <laughs> Captain, Captain Canuck. Canuck. <laughs> Made in Canada. There's a cutout Captain Canuck on the back. Nice. There you go. And it's, it's bilingual. So it's French and uh, English. <laughs> so that's is that fantastic. another coloring book? Is it? Sorry, Trent? Uh, it is. It's a coloring book. So I'll just show you a bit of the inside there. Nice. Some beautiful look. There he is with his nice. megaphone. <laughs> megaphone. <laughs> Every superhero needs a megaphone. Just return to your homes and places of businesses. <laughs> <laughs> when your superpower is not a loud voice, <laughs> get the megaphone. Just no, that, that, was, that was a um, Simpsons reference, if uh, <laughs> I didn't know you. Yep. There you go. Captain I did Kinect. recognize it. Beautiful. Are you Thanks, Ben mate. as well? Yeah, wild man. Wild. Uh, that is awesome. All right, Darren. Everyone enjoy enjoy coloring awesome. in. <laughs> Stay between the lines, gentlemen. <laughs> see how we go. Now there is something else. Um now there's a little little one here for Darren, and it says because the best part of Kinder eggs are the branded prizes. Okay. So, so true, boy. What have we got? <laughs> it's a, uh, a little master splinter. Oh, cool. <laughs> and, an, and a neutron. Nice. Oh, that? There you go. That's we don't get awesome. there. Thank we don't you get so them much, like Colin. That. Uh, I didn't know you could yeah. get those. There you go. No, that we, we don't, haven't seen those. Oh, look, and Frank's got a, a master splinter. Nice. And a master splinter. Two? two Are they like there. different ones, vintage ones, like 2012 from what I can see? Yep. Yep. Beautiful. 2012 and, and vintage. It's funny. I was talking with someone. They said, oh, t tell us about a character who is kind of central to your favorite property, but never gets the, the justice or the love they deserve. And straight away, I just went, master splinter, right? He, yep. is, he is the key to that whole, the whole turtle oh, story. Yeah. But when you talk turtles with someone, nobody says my favorite person is master splinter right nobody it's it's you you pick your favorite turtle or shredder in ben's case i'm like poor old master splinter never gets the love yeah speaking of shredder oh, there you go. Ben oh dude. Shredder and a battle beast for you oh, nice ben. it's raining battle beast <laughs> yeah. and that is again 2012 Sweet, man. i don't have that one i've never seen it and Wild. oh and then here a message for me trent to help with the dinos Oh, oh, no way. You know, I feel like there's some... Oh, look at that. Oh, and it's immaculate as well. 
It's oh, the cool. uh, the little guy from Dino Riders there. Cool. So that that is beautiful. Thanks so much, Colin. That is an absolute treat. I I wonder if I've even got that one. <laughs> hey. uh, Phil's got his uh, son in the background. He's trying to amuse there. For those that are just yep. joining our show for the first time, Trent has so many toys. He no longer remembers which ones he has. In his <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, it it looks to me like the outfit is different or there's something about it that just doesn't look like that. Like I've definitely got the character, but it's like this version is different. Yeah. Right. Like the, the, the face sculpt slightly different or the, the way the legs are put together or something. There's something about it. And I'm. Maybe I'm it was a Canadian it, exclusive. Yeah. Look, maybe there's something special about it. from Canada, or Maybe it's, I'm just even wondering if it is Tyco. Like it's just, it's fascinating. So I do, I do, I do have a lot of toys down. You're quite right. I do sometimes forget. And I have been known in the past to order things more than once <laughs> and by accident. So um, yeah, so that does happen. That way you keep telling right, Thank you. Thank you Is so drinking much. involved when you do that or? Right, look, it has been, <laughs> but not, not regularly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not more, it's more just forgetfulness. So yeah. Um, um, thank you so much to Colin and Eric for sending that through. That's yeah, not not necessary, but so so appreciated. And thank you so much. Completely yeah. unexpected, but very 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 touching and very flattering that they, that either of you would enjoy the show enough to even think of us. Very good. Hey, um, now Phil, uh, we we often do the reading, watching, playing segment on Toy Power, and one of the things that's getting a lot of I don't know, I guess airplay in terms of memes and, and internet pictures and so forth is this thing called animal crossing yeah, i've heard of it <laughs> I, I had to ask when, when all these sort of images came up and you know animal crossing came about i had to actually ask what is animal crossing and someone described it to me as sims something a bit like sims yeah that, that a little was, bit yeah, yeah but um what, what what have you been doing have you been doing is this animal crossing a um, immersive experience that is is perfect for this sort of isolation. Well, I, what I'll say about Animal Crossing is that it's not a game for everybody, right? So, it is kind of like a simulation where you are running your own secluded island, and you have to kind of like Minecraft get your resources to build houses or bridges and stuff like that, but what i get out of it is it's it's a very relaxing gameplay because there is no end goal there is no end boss you just you play your own style you know you can go fishing you can catch bugs you can just try to make your town as pretty as possible they just came out recently saying like um there's a way to grow flowers in this game right and you can cross pollinate and breed these flowers and the coding that they put into the flower system is just as complex as the genetics and actual flowers. Wow. So uh, it's, it's incredible, right? That they would put so much time into such really uh, a minuscule part yeah. of the game that not everybody participates in. I enjoy it. You know, I can have a really bad day at work, really stressful, come in and just play animal crossing for, you know, an hour or so and just in the first five minutes the weight falls off me but it's not for everybody right um what i've been telling people who keep coming and asking me is this a game they should get i say you know pull it up on twitch watch somebody play it for a couple couple minutes and then you make a decision if it's right for you so 
I'm gonna I've been playing Animal Crossing for 19 years, so I still have the original GameCube game right in reach, actually. So Ah, okay. So what what is this this latest version is just for the latest console? Yeah, no, it's 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 Switch, Switch exclusive. And actually, hold on. Ooh. Amiibos. A friend friend of ours, uh, mine and unfortunately yours, Christopher Wisdom. <laughs> Uh, heard that one of my bucket list items was the Japanese import of Animal Crossing on the N64. So then one day while I was, you know, watching the child, um, it showed up in the mail. Oh, so it was, it was incredible. And he's like, he hit me up a couple days earlier. He's like, you got an N64, right? And I was like, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, uh, course I do. <laughs> what are you, dumb? I know you are. And then, you know, after insulting him for a couple minutes, a couple days later, that shows up in the mail. And I was just like, <laughs> you know you know what you know what chris is like chris is like jim from the office he makes funny faces he, uh, half the time you look at him and go ah oh, shut up jim and he, he thinks he's a lot funnier than he is but what he does do he does that big jim gesture like once every six months to a year you know uh, if you know the the office show he buys his wife a house sight unseen sort of thing and you sit there and go damn it jim that's what Chris Wisdom is. Chris, you're Jim. I'm just putting it out there. Well, the office is terrible and I hate it. So yeah, I'm going to have to agree. <laughs> I forgot how much you hate that show. <laughs> the office is not a good show. So Phil, I've got a couple of questions for you. So sure. I, I uh, never knew what Animal Crossing was. So the uh, first um, uh, realization of what Animal Crossing existed was in the um, Super Smash Brothers where all of a sudden you're in one of the Animal Crossing worlds uh, as a uh, fighting tournament, um, you know, playground type thing. And uh, so where did, when did it actually, you know, become, you know, when did it become a thing? Was it uh, 64 or earlier or? So, you know, we had the 64 game in the J Japan only. Yes, yes. It hit stateside when the GameCube came out right. in about 2001, 2002, but it really didn't get popular until the DS version came out, New Leaf, which was, I believe, 2012 or 2013, somewhere around there. That's when it really picked up speed and they started um, getting more popular because, you know, the DS sold how many millions of units? Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. that's where it really picked up steam. Now, they had a couple stumbles when the Wii U came out, but um, they've seemed to really have straightened the path out and gotten their stealth, you know, back online with the Switch version. Fantastic. And like you guys said, you know, it's, everybody's at home. They mm. can't leave. Yeah. So in a, in a, the only way to get outside is through your <laughs> desert island yeah. in, in Animal Crossing. We're in a perfect segue to that. We're, um, I've got two kids at home. They're on school holidays, extended school holidays, because the schools closed a little bit early. And uh, we went out looking for some games for the kids. And, of course, Animal Crossing is completely sold out everywhere. The physical discs are nowhere to be found. However, you can buy it on the um, e-store or whatever you call it. Is it worth... Uh, paying full price for what you would pay for physical, paying that price digital. This is the first Nintendo game I've ever bought digitally. Wow. Out of my entire mm. life. Um, just because the way that I play Animal Crossing is I'll pop in for 15 minutes here, log off because, you know, I have the child just wrenching about. <laughs> and then, you know, 
I'll jump back in in 30 more minutes. So therefore, you know, if I don't have to continuously put the card in, yeah. I can just, I can just log in, do my things, you know, with the switch, you could just, you could power it down into sleep mode and it will hold exactly where you're at. Mm. So like same thing with animal crossing, I'll just power it down into sleep, put it back on the dock for a bit, uh, mess with this one a little bit and then go back to it. No issues. Well, to, to that point, um, I heard how passionately you talked about this game, Phil, on breaking the panel. Uh, Chris has been sort of at me as well saying, come on, come on, I, I need some friends to play with because we all know Chris doesn't have friends. Um, and I've got a little surprise for you here, mate. This is my Switch. I don't know if you can see that in the camera. That is me purchasing the game. Oh, there you go. Live hey. on air. I can't believe you bought it for me, man. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> The gifts just keep on coming, don't they, yeah, Ben? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that is no, going to be great. my life. And, um, yeah, looking forward to it. I've I've been on the fence for a little bit. And, um, yeah, that's going to, um, well, for one, chew up all the bandwidth we have here in Australia just to download the bloody thing. But, um, yeah, yeah I'll, you're going to be playing it in a couple months in no time. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> don't expect any, any more podcasting episodes because, as Frank said, our NBN will be completely crushed <laughs> <laughs> well it's fine i mean you know <clears throat> i'm on a show where people may or may not be playing animal crossing as we record oh, uh anyway really? so <laughs> oh yeah oh, so, so not please. the animal crossing podcast just just every other show right oh yeah <laughs> yeah no it's kind of taken over some of my co-hosts uh life right now so <laughs> nice but it's fun i enjoy it that's good so what we need right now is Bit of uh, you know, find find the things around the house that keep you out of trouble. Um, yeah, and yeah, definitely. That's that's the way to go. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, I think that we we got to let you go, Phil, because you probably get actually go over there and do some some work. Yeah, I got to get just... to my farm job in a yeah. couple minutes. Uh, part of the the essential community of, of workers doing you know keeping everyone fed, which is fantastic. So thank you so much, Phil, for coming on and chatting toys and chatting gaming. Always great to have you on. We love sharing the, the toy power community around and, and always good to get a member of Breaking the Panel on, um, and particularly one that's not Charles McFall. Yeah, no, who? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, you know, when Frank hit me up a couple of days ago, I was willing to do whatever it took to get back on the show. It's been too long. And to be honest with you, I, yeah, I'm a patron of the show and I'm a proud patron of the show because you guys have just, <clears throat> what, what you guys have done, which a lot of shows don't, is you guys have been evolving from day one, right? You keep striding to make your show better and it shows this and isn't even a happier. final form <laughs> <laughs> so i've i've been happy happily supporting you guys through patreon and i hope everyone else who's listening does as well yeah thank you that's so cool yeah kind of appreciate it so where can I everyone so find good. you on the around the web uh phil it's pretty easy i am imaginary nomad on all the internet twitch twitter Instagram with a one Snapchat. If you want to get weird, uh, I run botched a D and D podcast, which is a, uh, it's an improv comedy show set in the D and D world. I'm on breaking the panel, which is a weekly nerd news show. And I'm also, uh, on an awesome father. Yeah. <laughs> I, give me a second, please. Jeez, Louise, sorry. Um, got two I do Nook's stuff. Tavern, Daniel Johnson. <laughs> Give me one second, you weirdo. Uh, Nook's Tavern, it's a family-friendly Animal Crossing show that we do live on Twitch. 
every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern on uh, that Imaginary Nomad channel. And the, the podcast comes out later on that day. Beautiful. Awesome. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, and it makes what, what you said all the more humbling about our show when you, you do so many podcasts yourself. Yeah, no, I, uh, I also need a distraction from... <laughs> Um, for, for life <laughs> and child can you say hello to everyone hi how are you right awesome brilliant thank you so much phil on that note a massive thank you to all our patrons and again very special shout out to delta chameleon and fair play things for our lovely gifts today phil for coming on the show and to everyone out there keep well we're always here for a chat. If you want to drop us a line and talk toys or chat about anything pop culture related, always here. And hopefully we'll see you around the toy aisle soon. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but... Yeah.